Welcome back to another episode of the My Baby Craniosacral podcast. I am your host, Megan Beams, and I have taken quite the hiatus, I must say. I really, I really took some time to focus on the other aspects of my business, and I really let this podcast kind of go to the wayside. I definitely put it on a, uh, a slow cooker. It was like not even back burner. It was like slow cooker. It was, like, it was the crock pot that is stuffed in the back corner of my cabinet. That is absolutely what I did with this podcast episode or with this podcast. So I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you for anyone who has ever put out a consistent podcast Okay, because I'm going to show my gratitude because it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of discipline and coordination. And really, you know, people who are are, are taking in these podcasts and listening and, and enjoying them, really, the people who are producing them for you, I want you to also show them some gratitude because this is not easy work. And, um, and, and they are putting this out there for you, for the listener, for the learner. Um, and that's what this podcast episode today is all about, is all about that forever learner. And what I find actually with craniosacral therapy is that the people who are drawn to learning craniosacral, they are forever learners right? They are just on a, a constant quest for more information. And I, I, I can resonate with that. That, that, really, um, that really strikes a chord with me because I truly feel like I am a forever learner. I feel like I never know enough. <laughs> um, and I feel like I can always take in more information. And that's what I would call a learning junkie. Um, someone actually was listening to my podcast episode and uh, she she came in, she brought her kids in and she was really interested in, in getting to know me um, and listening to all of these episodes. And she said, hey, Meg, I think you might actually, and she said, please don't take this the wrong way, but I think you might have ADHD. And I was like, what? Me too. <laughs> I do. I really do. And she said it was because the way I described my journey towards, you know, always learning, always looking for the next thing um, that landed on finally on craniosacral sounded like I was looking for that dopamine hit. Um, and that's that dopamine hit is uh, is something that people with ADHD, they're always looking for that next hit of dopamine. And so that's why I call myself like a learning junkie, like because I'm just addicted to that that high of knowing something new, you know, like taking in that new information and then, you know, taking it and like running with it in the next few sessions that I have, few craniosacral sessions that I have, because I love that high. And then, you know, once that high goes away and it, it becomes a little less, you know, novelty, the novelty wears off and, and the idea is kind of integrated into my practice. Well, now I'm going to look for the next thing to learn. Right. And so uh, what I love about craniosacral is that there is always something new to learn. There is always a new avenue to uh, to you know try out and explore, and I love that. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was this phenomenon, 
where um, where people who are you know learning junkies or forever learners, what happens is they get to a point where they know so much that they realize they know very little at all, right? And so this is what Aristotle said: the more you know, the more you realize you don't know, <laughs> right? And that's because you've gotten to a point, you've, you've come from a point of ignorance, truly, of, of believing you know so much, especially in our teen years. Um, we, we come from a place of ignorance, believing we know all of this information. And then we fill our brains with more and more information to the point where we're like, wow, see, I was existing in a place before believing I knew so much. And now I know all of this. Well, then truly there's, there's so much more for me to know. I must be, I must be faking it, you know? And so that's where that imposter syndrome comes from. And I feel like these forever learners have this imposter syndrome because they know so much and you wouldn't feel, you wouldn't feel like an imposter if you didn't realize you didn't know as much as you could, right? Because, you know, you feel like an imposter because you know you don't know everything. And if you didn't feel like an imposter, it would mean that you are stuck in that area where you are overconfident, right? With nothing to back up your high level of confidence. So having that imposter syndrome, I want you to actually like, you know, um, take that coat of armor off of you being like, oh, I'm not actually very good at this. And just like pat yourself on the back. Okay. Take off that coat of armor and say, and look in the mirror and be like, oh my gosh, because you have this imposter syndrome must mean that you're actually pretty good at what you're doing. So I'm talking to the craniosacral therapists already. I am talking to the speech language pathologists already. I am talking to the feeding specialists, the IBCLCs, the lactation consultants, the CLCs. I am talking to anyone who is looking to explore craniosacral therapy and just letting you know that you're on you're on the right path. You're going to do excellent work. If you're going to choose to learn about craniosacral and add it into your practice, well, that's amazing. Um, I can't guarantee that that imposter syndrome will not go away. (laughs) I cannot guarantee that. In fact, it might become stronger uh, because with craniosacral, there is a definite learning curve. Okay, learning craniosacral therapy is not like anything I have ever learned in my entire life. I've been in it for four years now, and I still every single treatment I'm I'm practicing. Okay, I am practicing something new that I have learned, or I am practicing something I learned four years ago. So don't worry, don't worry about you know, learning craniosacral therapy. Um, I know I, I might be going a little bit spinning around in circles, but don't worry about learning craniosacral therapy. If you are a forever learner and you're looking for that next juicy thing, well, craniosacral therapy is almost like a gateway into a new more, <laughs> a new level of knowing, a new level of understanding, a new level of knowledge and it's going to connect the dots. Okay. So if you are already a professional 
let's say you're a speech language pathologist, an OT, a PT, a feeding specialist, a reflex specialist, a sleep specialist, if you're already one of those things, craniosacral therapy is going to help you connect the dots of the questions that you already have. Okay. And what it's going to do is it's going to teach you what to do and how to do something about it. Okay. I'm so excited to bring this this level of knowledge to people. And I'm I'm so excited to be able to offer this, this bridge, this gateway for people, because I feel like it's really lacking out there. I really, really, really do. I feel like the understanding that you will have with, with the teachings of craniosacral, it will just make your practice that much better. It will make your forever learning journey uh, a little bit longer, <laughs> but also uh, wholesome, okay? Holistic in the way that, that we are connecting things going on in, within the nervous system that a lot of these modalities that I've already told you about, that they're missing. They're truly missing because they, they don't understand that cranial nerves, sure, they can be dysfunctional. And they can be worked on through myofascial, you know, work. But what they're missing is that there's another level of healing that needs to happen to really, really improve the functionality of those muscles. And I'm talking about the people who are uh, struggling with nursing, right? And and their baby can't latch. Their lips are tight. Their jaw is tight you know, their tongue is not functioning. They are clicking a lot when they're feeding. And, you know, they, people are, are sent to people who are doing body work, but the body work might be, you know, SLP, OT, PT, and they're missing that, that aspect of craniosacral therapy where opening up those cranial nerves, spreading those cranial bones, releasing fascia within the body that is connected to the nervous system, once we release those areas, the functionality of those muscles is better. So the functionality and then the the skills that you already have, right, the trainings that you already have, they will be that much more efficient. They will be that much more effective. So I don't ever want people to think that craniosacral is one, is the be all end all, because I don't believe it is. I truly don't. I truly believe that craniosacral is a gateway, a pathway, a bridge from one specialty to the next. And um, I, I've said it before, I truly believe in the team approach to healing. And so craniosacral is just, you know, going to help you connect those dots, have a better understanding of what it is that you are even doing in your practice when it comes to being an SLP. And this is not me bashing SLP. I just want you to know that. This is not me bashing myofascial, um, orofacial, myofascial, <laughs> orofacial, myofascial. I don't even know what it is. I'm so sorry. Pardon my ignorance. It's not bashing that in any way. What I'm saying is there's a missing piece. And so for, for these people who are forever learners, I want you to know that there's still more you can know in your practice as one of these professionals that I've listed already. And, and I want you to also know that I am always learning. I also believe that I always have something to learn because I believe that I am at a point now where I know so much that I realize I don't know enough. So I'm always reading books. 
not only written by craniosacral therapists, but by healers, by entrepreneurs, by business building professionals, by mindset professionals, especially around money. And I'm always soaking in information because I don't believe that I know everything. And I don't want to know everything. I want to know a lot, but I don't want to know everything. I believe that the people who are drawn to learning craniosacral are also on their own healing journey. So they're not just on a learning journey. They are also learning how to heal themselves. And this is probably you, right? So you might just be at the very beginning of your healing slash learning journey, or you've done thousands of hours of doing the work of healing yourself. Either way, I want to congratulate you because you are by doing this inner work for yourself, by being a forever learner, for always accepting new information, you are leveling up humanity. You are getting out of that level of ignorance that a lot of people are living in, you know, oh, they'll just grow out of it. You know, you know how the saying goes, I went to my pediatrician and they told me everything was fine, even though I have all of these questions. Well, listen, the answer to that is they don't know everything. These pediatricians do not know everything, okay? And we, as healers, as health professionals, we are getting out of that level of ignorance and into a level of knowing. And I want to congratulate you. And I want to say, like, thank you for bringing up humanity. Thank you for building up these families and giving them something that they can actually go with. If you want to know more about craniosacral therapy, I... I implore you, <laughs> I beg you to even just, you know, start reading some books about it, or you can go to my website and learn about the offerings that I have for craniosacral virtually, but also in person and, and get to know what it is that you could possibly learn. If you want to know more, go to my website, beamcst.com, beams, B-E-A-M-E-S, cst.com, and look up CST Foundations. That's my first virtual course, virtual only course, where you can learn the foundational skills of craniosacral therapy from your own home. Yeah, that's right, from your own home. And you can start on this craniosacral learning journey. So please, please do that. I can't wait to see you. You can also send me an email, um, ask me any question that you want. And I'm so happy to answer them. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you the next episode.